This is DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, the leaded WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, welcome back everybody for another episode here on this podcast. We have some interesting topics we wanted to discuss. Now, the first one we want to talk about is what happened this past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite when it first started. We had an interesting promo between MJF and CM Punk. Now, there were a lot of things I did not expect, like references of wrestlers like The Miz and all this other stuff. I was deeply like, whoa, the entire time. And people talked about it like it was not it was insane that it happened that way. Now, some of you saying, wouldn't they get in trouble for saying re- making references? No, I mean look, recently we saw NXT made um reference with um with the Steiner math. If you guys remember that, the, the infamous Steiner math that uh Scott Steiner put out in Impact Wrestling years ago. And of course it was put out again by Petey Williams, but uh, I thought that was pretty classic, but bringing these references here into AEW, that was very interesting. I don't know, and I heard uh, that Tony Khan was kind of furious. I mean, was it because the way the promo was set? I don't know, because not a lot of this thing was, in fact, uh, scripted. You know, that unlike WWE, where they everything is all scripted up, but... I have to say it was pretty good. Now, you got to ask yourselves, what would WWE think about it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they might have been watching it or hear about it. But that kind of was like one of those stories that kind of that was like, wow. I, I was amazed with that whole promo. I don't know. I mean, they took like almost 20 minutes of it that day. And it was like possibly worth everything. That they had to come out, you know, and I think it kind of showed. And I think there was one that kind of changed where, uh, of course, MJF mentioned to say that he is one of the four pillars, along with Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and I forgot who else. And apparently MJF kind of said that he's no longer one of the four pillars. He's He's telling MJF the person who took over the four pillars is Brett Baker. And you know what? I have to agree on certain levels. I mean, look, she wanted, she was the first women wrestler to be signed with AEW. And many people have expecting her to become champion. I think that kind of tells us, okay, maybe she is. You know, we kind of left her out in a bit. But even she, um, how do I say, thank Punk for making her feel that way. I think that kind of felt great. But, I would like to know what more is going to happen. We're still waiting for that match between Punk and MJF. That will happen. But, yeah, uh, just to give you guys some warning, I'm a little tired. I got off from work around 3, but I'm okay. Now, our next topic, we have been hearing rumors, hearsay. It's all about Triple H, folks. We all know the rumors. They're saying that there's speculation that he could leave WWE. Now, 
I know some of you WWE lawyers probably refuse to believe that, but it's hard to say. Now, Dave Meltzer did state it that, of course, ain't going to happen. And that kind of uh, makes us think, okay, what if? Now, let's play this little what if. If you guys remember that whole thing with Marvel where they have that what if. Let's do the what if. What if Triple H does leave WWE and he decides to form his own promotion? Now, how would this go? Now, he could play, in my opinion, as the authority person, you know, kind of like being out there trying to have much of the power to make the wrestlers happen, stand out, like stand with the wrestlers. I don't know. I think he could do that. But Stephanie, who's his wife, um, there's talk they're saying she could leave with Triple H. And it would make sense because, you know, she um there is like talk that there is no possible way Stephanie will be left in charge of the company. Now we all know that many people say that Triple H shouldn't be taking control of WWE because A He's now the scapegoat for what happened at the Wednesday Night War, as you know. AEW won that war, and that's what they were doing. So how would this proceed forward now that Stephanie could, how do I say, side with them? Well, they could sell their WWE shares, and maybe with that amount of money, they could help them build a, a brand new promotion. Now, the recruitment, how would this go? Like, ask yourselves that obvious question. To me... I believe there are wrestlers out there who were released from NXT and their loyalty to Triple H. And there, there have to be, because here's the thing. Not a lot of people said negative things about Triple H. They praise him. They say they thank them for everything they've done and all this stuff. And none of thing. I never mentioned anything with Vince, but there are those who say they did have a conversation, but there are times he lost touch with him. And that kind of put in a bit predicament between them. But however, we need to remember Triple H, he's always the guy who, he. Fe I feel like he stepped up to the shoes of Dusty Rhodes, how he tried to uh, level up every wrestler that he could get that sided with him, you know. And that kind of fits into its own way, you know. There were a lot of good wrestlers. I know Triple H hasn't been happy with, you know, with many of his talent from NXT that went up to the main roster, we're not getting the the popular. Look at um, FTR, who were known as the Revival back then. They were getting so much shit, not being the, the wrestlers that, that they should have been, you know? Um, we had guys like Shinsuke Nakamura, who should have been already the champion, but no. I mean, even though he's intercontinental, that kind of puts it in its own way. And, you know, that sort of thing. And those wrestlers should definitely side with Triple H. And I don't know. It just feels right. But and some of you would ask what the name would be. I heard that from Wrestle Hub, Wrestling Hub. They said they should call it Hunter Pro Wrestling. I mean, it sounds okay, but I feel it could do better even if that, if that ever takes place. And the TV deal, well, Stephanie has a connection. She could actually pull it off. You know, there's not a big deal on that. And I think that kind of percent. But however, let's talk about something else in this particular topic where we know that Shawn Michaels will side with Triple H, so would William Regal, because they're loyal to him. And that 
kind of plays out pretty well in every way. But the real question we need to ask ourselves, will it ever happen? Well, only time will tell. If it does happen, then congratulations, Triple H. You actually did it. And what else could happen? Well, a lot of things could take place. But, oh, excuse me. I don't know. But right now, I'm just hoping there's things coming because you know right now right now every wrestler that will release from NXT um, how do I say this felt like they were let down Triple H let himself down he should have been there for them but he, he couldn't but that kind of uh, you know put him in a bad position but uh, we all know what happened to him. He had a cardiac event. Basically, he had a, some sort of a heart attack or so. But he's doing great. But hopefully, something will, could happen for him. But we just got to wait and see when that day comes. Um, hope, well, let's see. I think that's pretty much it, what we got from this topic. Now, the next one. Uh, this one's coming from Stardom for the Tokyo Super Wars. And this one was for the Wonder of Stardom championship aka the white belt between tamina versus tam nakano now you probably ask yourselves who the fuck is tamina well that is sort of like the dark side of mina shirakawa you know when mina shirakawa issued the challenge about a month about back in uh, kawasaki super wars after tam defeated unagi that's when the things with Tam, I mean, Una, Mina has started to change. She started acting like possessive, more like Gollum, you know, obsessed with the white belt. And that kind of played out. No, And then we haven't seen her for quite some time after the goddesses of Tagli. And no one knows what she was doing. I even saw on Twitter what was going on. She was acting like all dark and mysterious, like like a demon was coming out of her. You know, I don't know. But I was kind of curious what was going to happen during Tokyo Super Wars. And she come out with her hair dyed, black, and has like teardrops kind of like similar to Holly Quinn or something that um, Liv Morgan wears. And of course, it was kind of like a little different, but it kind of played out in its own way, like telling the story. And then, of course, Tam, on the other hand, I think the match itself told a fantastic story. I think it it showed that Tam didn't realize that she had people around her. Basically, the reason she carried the wonder of stardom belt was because she cherished the past. People who carried it, the, the ones that mattered to her, like Mayu Iwatani, who we all know she stabbed her in the back. And then there was Arisa o Osh Oshiki, who one time they hated each other, they teamed up. But they never got the match that they they always wanted. And, you know, that sort of thing. And that kind of put puts it like telling the story that the white belt is cursed. That sort of thing. And it was a pretty good match. I think some great moments. Like, there was a moment where Tam was, like, allowing for Mina to, to kick her, punch her, try to give her the best shots. And, of course, the moments happen is when she starts to absorb it i'm like wow but i think 
the way this, but there was a, a moment where, of course, um, Mina was bleeding from the lip. Um, hopefully she was okay by that time. Of course, and I was like, feel bad for the other members of the Cosmic Angels. I mean, what I'm talking about, Unagi, uh, Mai Sugurai, Waka, Sukiyama. But everything turned out great for them. Uh, it was Tam who finished off the match with the Tiger Suplex. And I don't know what she said, but I found out, I found out that during that time, Julia who was uh, the previous title holder of the Wipeout before Tam, was watching this. And I'm sure she had some good points that she said in Japanese. I mean, I wish someone would have translated those for me, but I don't, I don't. I mean, I would love to hear what she thinks of this match, despite the fact she lost this match to Tam. But Tam did ask Mina to get stronger, and... She'll be waiting for her. So basically, she went back to her old self, you know, putting the Tamina dark side of her in her in the corner dark the dark corner of her heart. You know, I thought it was pretty great. I think this match told a fantastic story. You know, all this and that. I think what Tam needed to see is, I understand you want to cherish the past, but you can't hold on to the past. You have to move on with the future. I mean, it's like you're trying to tell Tam. Tam, look, we understand that the past meant a lot to you. But you can't hold on to it. You got to move forward to the future. You know, you have Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, Mai Sukurai, Wakatsukiyama. These are women who, who stand by you, who believe in you. You should do the same thing for them. You know, and that kind of tells that story. And I think... Maybe Tam agrees with Mina that we were by your side, Tam. You have to embrace that. You can't hold on to the past. But however, Tam's past is coming back again, but this time is from her former protege and someone who she already beaten for retaining the white belt for the first time. This one, this one took place back at the Yokohama Dream Cinderella event. I'm talking about the current Cinderella winner and of course who won the number one contendership against Himika and Natsupoi of DDM. I'm talking about um, what's her name? Sayaka Mitani and it's going to take place in, um, in Ryogoku, Ryogoku Super Wars. I think that's going to be a good match but Mina's back to her old self, and along with both Unagi and Tam, they're going to be participating in some unit tournament that's going to take place real soon. And I'm kind of curious how if things can still work out for all three of them. Now, the last thing I'm going to talk about, some of you may or may not have known this. This was announced that Kenta, new, our New Japan star, and of course the current IWGP United States champion, is heading back home to Pro Wrestling Noah. Now, let me ask some. I think some of you are probably saying, but J Rod, isn't he with New Japan Pro Wrestling? He is. But Pro Wrestling Noah is what made him the star down there. And he will be returning to Noah on January 1st of 2022. Yes, folks, you heard me right. He'll make his return to Pro Wrestling Noah. And I'm very excited. Now, the history with 
Kenta before Pro Wrestling No. He was he actually was part of the All Japan Dojo for uh with uh, Naomichi Marifuji until they left until they left uh to form Pro Wrestling Noah along with Ma uh, uh Matsuharu Misawa. He w but he was there with Pro Wrestling Noah for 14 years until he was picked up by WWE in 2014, and then he le he left in 2019. But it was that same year where he joined New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, why is he going back? I don't know. Now let me tell you guys something you guys don't know. But prior before t um, he wasn't in WWE for a while between 2014 to 2019. He did made a one-off match in Pro Wrestling Noah. I saw that match, and it was against his friend and rival. I'm talking about Naomichi Marifuji. That was a killer match. These guys go way back. They were part of the early days of the Junior Noahs. They were amazing until both of these guys, uh, Marifuji and Kenta, stepped up with class. And I thought that was pretty sweet. But it's still unclear who is he going to wrestle. I mean... There's endless possibilities. But. I don't know. <sighs> but there's still no indication. If he's going to be involved in the. In Wrestle Kingdom Day 3. I'm like. Kind of curious about that. But right now. There's still no word. I'm excited for this. To take place. So. Um, I'm really sorry I had to keep this short, guys. I'm still trying to recover from work. Um, you know, I work from 7-3. It's real nerve-wracking, but I had to get this done right away for all of you. But there's more still to come. I hope you guys enjoy this. But right now, I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!